Hey everyone, today is our first official mini-sode of July, and July is BIPOC Mental Health Awareness Month. And if you don't know what BIPOC means, it is Black Indigenous People of Color. So July is all about minority mental health awareness. But what you may not know is that the formal title for this month is actually the B.B. Moore Campbell National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And that is named after author B.B. Moore Campbell, who was a true activist for minority mental health awareness. She actually um, co-founded the National Alliance for Mental Illness uh, Urban Los Angeles chapter, and she was a national spokesperson for mental health awareness, especially when it came to minorities. Being an author, she wrote um, a few books regarding mental health, including the children's book, Sometimes My Mommy Gets Angry, which is about a young girl who learns how to cope with her mother's bipolar disorder. And in 2005, her novel 72 Hour Hold focused on an adult daughter and a family's experience with the onset of mental illness. And she really tried to not only bring awareness to um, the mental health aspects and the mental illness itself, but also the downfalls in the healthcare system when it came to mental health, especially for minorities. BB's advocacy for mental health went so far as to be a spokesperson for this group of people. She would advocate on behalf of NAMI, um, the N-A-M-I, by speaking out against the stigma, because there really is not only a stigma surrounding mental health in this country in general, but especially with minorities. People believe sometimes that um, it's just in their culture, that, you know, they, they shouldn't seek mental health, or that... Um, A lot of times when people of color do certain things because of a mental illness, it's not seen as a mental illness. You know, we see a lot that when a white person commits a crime or or, um, something we may consider a terrorist attack, a lot of times it immediately goes to, oh, they have a mental illness. But when a person of color or a minority commits something just the same, we tend to, and by we, I mean this this country, this society, I, I, I don't, um, we tend to not automatically go to that they potentially have a mental illness, but that it's part of their culture to do whatever it was. And it perpetuates the stereotypes. And also part of that is, especially with um, black women, they're a lot of times seen to be 
you know, the strong black woman and that they're not allowed to be vulnerable and society sees them as, you know, the, the, the angry black woman, that stereotype again, which means that they can't have any sort of weaknesses. And we should understand that as human beings, regardless of what color we are, we have vulnerabilities. We're human. Being human means we're going to have vulnerabilities. So to separate the two into completely different groupings and to say that if one person in a certain group does something that's the same as one person in the other group, but to say that they're done for completely different reasons without actually looking into the background of the person and the the humanity of that person, it perpetuates stereotypes. So what Bibi was trying to do was to bring more awareness to the fact that minorities are just the same as whites. They have vulnerabilities. They have weaknesses, unfortunately. They are human beings. They get mental illness just as everybody else does. We all have brains. <laughs> Period. If we have a brain, it may not function properly. And that's what mental illness is. And research actually shows that only 31% of Black and Hispanic adults with a mental illness are receiving care. So again, that's a very small percentage. Um, that's actually more than I was expecting, but it's a very small percentage of who's actually receiving care. And that could be because they sought care, but were denied because of their color, because again, people don't believe that they have a mental illness. Or it could be that because society has already told them, no, it's not mental, it's not a mental health issue, that they don't even attempt to seek care for their mental illness. They don't necessarily believe they have a mental illness because of their color, because society says if you are a minority, you have other issues. It's not mental health. It's not a mental illness. So in 2005, after a suggestion from uh, her friend Linda Wharton Boyd, Bibi really wanted to ensure that there was national recognition by creating National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And that's what we celebrate in July. Um, maybe celebrate is the wrong word. That doesn't really sound appropriate in this context. Um, that's what we raise awareness for in in the month of July. And so she created a National Minority Mental Health Task Force to help push through legislation. And with the help of the D.C. Department of Mental Health and the mayor at the time, Anthony Williams, she held a news conference to encourage residents to get mental health checkups. It's so important. And I talk all the time about how important I think it is for everybody to go to therapy, regardless if you believe you have a mental illness. Again, we all have 
brains. We are all human. We all have stressors in our lives. We all need to talk to somebody. And most of the time we need to talk to somebody who is on the outside, an unbiased person with an unbiased opinion, someone who won't judge us. You know, you don't have to necessarily go and sit in front of somebody. We, especially with the pandemic now, um, virtual things have become very popular. So you can always just use like the text lines um, to, to, to get therapy, just to talk to somebody. Talk therapy is so amazing and it can help so many different things, especially if you just you're going through a lot of stress right now, especially with the pandemic, especially with, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement that's going on. If you are a minority, you know, it's 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 a scary time to be a minority and you really need to take care of yourself and you need to take care of your your mental health. Unfortunately, on November 27th, 2006, at the age of 56, Bibi passed away due to brain cancer. But her vision lived on. And in 2008, the U.S. House of Representatives designated July Bibi Moore Campbell National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And so that is what this month is all about. We need to bring more awareness to this in every community, but especially in minority communities. We really need to open the conversation and facilitate the conversation and discuss what may seem taboo, what has a stigma surrounding it, because we need to remove those boundaries. We need to remove those walls. We shouldn't have stigma surrounding mental health. Mental health is just as important as physical health, sometimes even more so. So we really need to start realizing how important it is to talk about it. Again, we all have stressors. We all get anxiety at some point. Whether that's a fully, you know, clinically diagnosable mental illness is one thing, but we all have something going on in our lives that are that's not making it easy for us. We all, as I've talked about in other episodes, we all have trauma in our backgrounds, whether it's, you know, a small thing or a large thing. We all have something that's that's making our psyche a little bit different than what it should be. And because of that, we really need to start talking about this, especially in communities of color, because you don't have to be strong all the time. You can be vulnerable. And I say this a lot, but vulnerability is not the antithesis of strength. Strength is confronting the things that we fear. And if you are fearful of confronting your potential mental illness or mental health issues, you're not being weak by saying, hey, listen, I need to get help. You're being incredibly strong 
because it was something that you once feared. So to be able to stand up to that and say, okay, I need help. That is absolutely incredible and admirable. So don't ever think that because you need to get help, that means that you are a weak person. It does not. It means that you are incredibly strong for the realization that you do need help. We could all use help. I know everybody wants to try to be independent. And again, in, in minority communities, that's kind of the stereotype that they're all, you know, they, they, they can't get handouts. Um, but if you need a handout, if you need help, if you need aid, get it, especially for your mental well-being. Because if you don't have proper mental health, you can't function properly. And then you can't help whoever else it is in your community, in your family, that you need to help. If you are, you know, the breadwinner in the family, and you're going down a, a spiral, how are you able to get yourself out of that if you are not a professional in that situation. People literally go through years of school to figure out how to help others, to ensure that they are supporting and advocating for their clients and patients and making sure that their training is helping and will continue to help. So as you know, I am all for every single person going to therapy, every single person. And I want to just throw out some statistics here. So from 2015, um, there was a report by the American Psychological Association. They found that of psychologists in the United States, only 5% were Asian, 5% were Hispanic, 4% were Black, and 1% were multiracial or from other racial or ethnic groups. So not only do we see that patients are not coming forward to get help, there's a lack of minorities in the profession, which is also a huge deterrent for minorities to come get mental health treatment. If they don't see people that look like them and have potentially been through the same struggles that they have, why would they take advice from somebody who doesn't even know what they've been through? Which I completely understand. Especially in that situation, you want to have somebody on your side who maybe understands a little bit better than, than the next of what you've been through, what your struggles have been. So we really need more minorities in this profession. Any sort of mental health profession, um, social work, um, mental health counseling, psychology, psychiatry. We need more minorities getting these positions so that they can help people 
in their communities. So I'm kind of going to send a call out for for people who are interested in this profession, especially if you are a minority. Go for it. We need you. We need your expertise. We need your experiences to be able to advocate for people who are possibly in some of the same situations that you've been in and have seen the same struggles that you have. Because you can better facilitate conversations with them and empathize with them and provide advocacy and compassion for them because you know, you understand where they've been. I hope a little bit of what I said in this mini-sode helps somebody out there. And I, I, I hope that maybe it pushes somebody to reconsider going to get treatment. And maybe it helps somebody reconsider getting a job in this profession, going to school for this, getting the training, learning. I hope that we can all take a little time to reflect this month too about what it is that mental health means to us. And I hope that BB's legacy lives on and that you open a conversation about her and about what this month means. And again, that's what Blackbird is all about. It's about facilitating the difficult conversations. So I hope that this may facilitate this conversation within your community. Talk to a friend. Text one of those hotlines, um, you know, BetterHelp or, or something like that, and talk to someone. And as always, I'm available on Instagram if you want to talk to me. You know, I'm not a minority, but maybe just talking to somebody, anybody, an unbiased stranger that could help. So you can always DM me at Blackbird Advocacy on Instagram and I'll be there to talk. Thanks, guys.